President Biden has his first week in office. And if you're pro-America, pro-jobs, pro-economy, pro-prosperity, and pro-growth, it's not a good one. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. If you like really good rap and hip-hop music, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. You can follow me personally on Gab at Kill Cartoon. And you can follow me on Gab also at Rx Phonics. Yeah, we just signed up for Gab. Um, we're on Gab now. Um, it's cool. It it takes some getting used to. It is a little bit glitchy. Oh um, yeah. You know they're they're getting their stuff together, but I'll take that over the censorship of Twitter and how they've gone about things any day. Yeah, yeah. Of course, Twitter Twitter did it first, and they're gonna have the interface, but you gotta kind of look ahead and be like, oh, well, shit, these people are going to start getting more viewership, which means more opportunity. Yeah, because, you know, we're we're talking like this now, but, you know, by the time the next election comes around, you know, who knows, Gab might be the top dog, you know? Yeah. You know, time passes and things happen. And Twitter, I will say, is definitely not as fun without trump yeah it's definitely not as fun without trump as of now i still am on twitter but what's interesting about it is it's sort of weird being on it's like we're on offense now if you know it's like we were with trump in a way we were like on defense because like all of the the attacks or, or whatever the case but most of which were baseless but now it's like i'm not even you know the offensive type i'm not even the type to like be trying to like get at a president or whatever but it's like in biden's first week he's made it so easy to yeah. just point out <laughs> how awful his trajectory his trajectory looks like it's going to be as president yeah that it's like well shit i i have to point it out and essentially that's that's the 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 basis of this episode kills uh how many jobs on his first day seventy thousand jobs well so seventy thousand jobs and then and then like another forty thousand but then they were saying that the trajectory of like economists were saying that the trajectory of everything that was done like at that pace if it continues yeah overall it's going to be like three point five million well yeah. I mean, if on your first day it's seventy thousand, yeah. it's like, jeez, I I can't even. I, and, wow, and, and it's sent, because also Impressive. what they're what they're what they're ratioing in that equation is also or factoring in rather in that equation is the fact that like it's probably going to get more extreme. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. like this is your first day in office, it's probably going to get more extreme. So, and. I mean, like I said before in, in previous episodes, and, and you and I talked about it plenty of times, with them having the Senate now, it makes you think that possibly the Green New Deal is on the table, you know, all of this stuff. And I know we talked about Mitch McConnell and his strategy in a previous episode, and it makes me wonder if right now he's kind of on like the whole impeach Trump shit. Maybe because he wants them focused on that. Like, yeah, let's focus and, like, should draw out this trial as long as possible. Yeah. So that, like, like the shit that will really destroy the country, which is, like, the Green New Deal and that shit, like, they don't even get a chance to, yeah. to, really, to really, like, get into that. But what was also funny is, according to a lot of polls, Trump's 
approval rating leaving office was higher than Biden's coming in, which I don't think like that's ever been the, like that doesn't yeah. make sense. <laughs> the president good. that you voted out is has a higher <laughs> approval rating than the president coming in. Yeah, I mean, you get what you you get what you voted for, I guess. Well, I mean, I'm talking about the legal votes here. Um, New Mexico, there's there's an article talking about how New Mexico's worried about their their jobs, but you guys voted Biden, so what the fuck did you expect? Yeah, if your if your job market, because the article was talking about how the job market, a lot of the people who work there. You know, the taxes from that is what pays for the schools, for their kids and all that stuff. And, you know, for just for their whole economy, that's how it works. What the hell did you expect? Yeah. You know, like, did you really believe that he wasn't going to stop fracking and, 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 and attack? You but, know? but what's interesting to me about those people that feel bamboozled is... Well, how uninformed and how ignorant are you? Because the reality is in the last final debate between trump and biden trump baited biden into saying that he was against oil yeah so like it was i mean granted the media didn't cover that like the media but i thought that was a huge moment and i remember you and i were talking about it we were talking about it with some of our friends and stuff and i thought that was a huge moment like yeah he baited him into admitting that he's against oil and trump then went on to say I think he even put New Mexico in there. He was like, New Mexico, uh, Pennsylvania, so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. Remember that he said that. Yeah. That was good. You know what I'm saying? Just the same way that Pence sort of baited Kamala Harris into saying, you know, being, you know, revealing more things about their their approach and and their platform. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... I don't know what people thought, like, you know, and then also how uninformed are you about politics in general when you see what the left is on? Like yeah. Biden is going to be part of the left. He's going to fall in line with what the left wants. And then furthermore than that, I mean, the dude doesn't even seem like he's all there. Like, I don't know anybody in their right mind that could objectively look at Biden yeah. And be like, oh yeah, like dude is like of right mind. Like he's yeah, he's yeah. you know, so I mean you are 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 you not critically thinking about this shit? Yeah, well not only that, but like you knew you knew that, you knew what, what, what he was gonna bring, and yet to me what kills me is you have the the audacity to cry about things. And we we actually detailed some of the things when it came to going, quote unquote, green, right? Because I don't think uh, I, I feel like when you start something new, you, there's always a problem that's exposed, no matter how good the intent is, right? And you mm-hmm. talked about how like we might go green, and some batteries that are being used are bad for the environment. Mm-hmm. Did you really go green? So, so it's like the process of that is is uh, is one thing. Another process that we detailed in in, in great detail was how you don't force like you don't just start cutting these jobs you you have to kind of slowly transition and and really not even transition you kind of let the market dictate itself you know you're seeing that that's not the case you have canadian premiers mad telling justin trudeau what the fuck is going to go on because the key uh the the keystone pipeline well yeah those were canadian jobs too that was their market so a lot of a lot of Canadians, they had jobs. That's how, that's how they were getting by. It's like, well, that's their oil. That's that's how that project works. Creates jobs in Canada. Creates jobs in America. Which I don't understand why Trudeau cares. Fucking great reset socialism. Aren't yeah. you all for it? Like, aren't you? And that's the thing, though. Canada is is divided in a way. Like, it's so weird because like those uh, the Toronto types, the fucking Ontario types, they're more like the liberals, but like the more like, like the other side of Canada, kind of like like the more countryside, mm-hmm. uh, more native side. They're a lot more, yeah. They're they're a lot more conservative. Like so, they don't like him too much, but it's kind of like a love hate thing. Like all right, well I guess you're the you know prime minister, but they always do have the certain gripes with him when it comes to 
to like how how you know how he talks you know like little dumb speeches like people oh, yeah. kind like yeah. what the fuck what like who someone should have just got up and punched him in the nose when he said that because <laughs> like who's the what stop um so that's that's because it's like not common sense it's just not common sense like this is how things work so people can survive if there's a market that's uh, like like for example the solar the solar panels before th- those things were supposed to be the it thing they didn't end up becoming the it thing and now they're actually like you're starting to see them on top of houses more right you're starting to see you're, you're going to see that technology develop to the point where they might be used for certain things you know I, you, you just never know where that technology could go but that was a natural course of how yeah. that went like someone was like oh this is this is like an untapped market and i see some potential in it let's see what we could find out about it not by like just drastically cutting jobs right off the bat that's just not how things work but i mean we we said it people wanted to argue about it biden's president but what i don't get is what was there to <laughs> argue about everything was laid out <laughs> that's what i don't get you you essentially had to go against what was presented at face value it would it's the equivalent of if you've seen if you've ever seen every single halloween movie right yeah. ever and then somehow you you end up in a world where michael myers is real and he's there with the knife and you've just seen him kill a bunch of people but you're like well but he's not going to kill me though <laughs> but no he's not going to kill me and then you get stabbed and you're like oh bleeding bleeding out and you're like why you're asking why well but everything look how did you think this wasn't going to happen and you know in pre-production you and i we were talking and i was telling you how (laughs) i find it increasingly harder to have a degree of respect for men yeah men mostly that voted for biden because i kind of feel like these are the men that good and comfortable times create Mm -hmm. that create harsh times that create hard times because i mean at what point do you research at what point do you look into things i mean this guy you actively and enthusiastically voted for somebody that just like wiped out a bunch of jobs like in their first weekend in office Yeah. yeah they're gone they're gone oh and also men can now perform with women in sports yeah which that's like to me not as an important thing but culturally like what does that say but to me you know what why it's relevant is because women are mad about that shit it's like what the fuck (laughs) i thought you wanted this shit what was with this trans shit like oh hey accept people like you want them to be accepted as women right they're women they're women right all right so dude's gonna body you in the ring. <laughs> so don't be mad, and he's gonna race you that and destroy might you. Make, the, make women's sports more entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, you wanted this, so I can't wait till the first like male to female athlete to go to like the WNBA, so she can fucking she in quotations could dunk on on all these women like crazy as fuck on some LeBron James shit. Yeah, and then we'll cheer it on, cause hey. It's progress. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so much for breaking, uh, like the the hierarchical fucking what? What do they they call it? The 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 glass ceiling. Yeah, the glass ceiling. Yeah, <laughs> this is these motherfuckers are out here dunking on y'all now with new vaginas. So it's like it's like some upside down shit. But to me, it's just funny seeing the reports of like the the buyer's remorse. But it's weird though, because you get people's reactions but then the media oh my god they're still otherworldly it's crazy as fuck like they're still in the world that they were in which i expected it to be like that with a biden win when i expected them to course correct is if trump would have won because i think that would have been the revelation of all right well people ain't buying this which to be honest, I don't think people are buying it because, like, the more and more, because as as we know, you know, there's still an investigation about the election, and there's still a lot of reports out there, 
And everything that comes out, it, it further substantiates that like a lot of funny shit took place during the election. So the reality is, is who knows really like how people really feel? Because yeah. I don't know if this election will be a good marker or gauge in history to serve as a display of like where people were at the time because it's yeah. too hazy. I do know that Trump got 75 million votes and that's pretty interesting. And that's a shitload of people not rocking with you. So much to the point where like even Facebook is switching up their approach. Um, I don't think Gab is on Twitter anymore. I think they de deactivated their Twitter account. But, but before they deactivated their Twitter account, Gab had posted something about Facebook. Um having lost like a bunch of money and like now they're trying to like pivot on their whole free speech thing because yeah. they realize it's having a negative effect on them on top of like the the resurgency of like all of these competitors um you know you got odyssey telegram uh bit shoot rumble you know gab like all of these minds all of these these alternatives to social media yeah and so I would imagine that eventually there's going to be a pivot. Like, for instance, Donald Trump Jr., he's still on Twitter. I'm surprised he hasn't gotten booted yet. I yeah. thought, like, he would have definitely gotten booted. But they're probably like, shit, like, they might want to, but they're like, damn, like, we barely survived getting rid of Trump. And really, you they don't even know if they survived it yet because the shockwave of getting rid of Trump has... Like, it's still uncertain because Trump has not, like, gotten on Gab or anywhere else. But if Trump gets on Gab and actively yeah. starts, I don't know what you call Gab. I would just call it gabbing for now. Like, but actively starts gabbing or putting out messages yeah. on Gab. I think a gang more people are going to leave yeah. Twitter. Like, to me, honestly, that would be enough for me to deactivate my Twitter. Yeah. For as much as time as I spent, like, growing that profile and growing the following... It's over with. Like, I'll just put one last tweet, like, follow me on Gab, and that's it. And then start new over there. And I'm sure he's planning. I think I think now the best thing, and I think that's probably what, what, what he's doing, is stay quiet, talk to your lawyers, let's see about this impeachment. Because depending on, on how that impeachment goes depends on whether you run for office again or, you know... Or you don't. My my thing with that is as a strategy, I don't think I would be quiet right now. And the reason why is because they have the Senate. They're going to vote to impeach regardless. And the reason yeah. I know that regardless of what evidence is presented, yeah. because it's all tribal. It's not really based off of evidence. If the Democrats worked off of evidence then he would have never gotten impeached the first time because no. there was nothing wrong with that phone call that yeah. he had. And obviously in the trial, it was revealed, mm -hmm. but they also had this. The Republicans had the Senate at the time and cocaine Mitch rallied the Republicans. So it was really pretty much based off of people voting based off of their party. It wasn't really based off yeah. of evidence or anything like that. So they could really save the American taxpayers a lot of money by by getting this shit done by ASAP. by by just like not even worrying about it or getting it done because we know the outcome is going to be because yeah. i i how many democrats really are going to break ranks with their party even even the regardless of what the evidence is yeah, yeah you know what i'm right. saying you're so right. like i don't really think any of them are going to break ranks with their party it's a hung jury yeah so so what i think essentially is going to happen is he will be convicted the only thing that will that the only hope he'll have is that if you keep Trumpism fired up and alive, if in two years they're able to get the House and the Senate, the House and the Senate could repeal that shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so that would be the only thing that, that you would go for. So like right now, I would want to fire up the base so much where you could potentially scare the left being like, fuck. If we go through with this, like, we're in a very bad position. If we go through with this, we're going to have to fucking cheat in every election coming up because yeah. these motherfuckers are fired up. So if I was Trump, I wouldn't stay quiet for too long. 
in fact, I would start doing rallies. I would do rallies as if I was going to run for president, but not say that, but make it more of a, of a, like a, like, let's say, call it keep America great rally, where it's yeah. just like rallies to like show the public and keep the, the current uh, politicians in line. Basically, you kind of become the, the, the guy with the power to get, get the next president elected, next right. Republican president. And that's if, if he even, because, you know, they're saying that, that he might start a new party, the Patriot Party, but that's a rumor. But like, well, if you start a new party, how, what does that do? You know what I mean? Because that'd be a nice little monkey wrench into the Republican yeah. establishment. Which, yes. Fuck them. Like, fuck them. I, I was, I was yeah. telling my mom that the other day. I was like, that that would be awesome because the leftists, like, we know what they're on and they are on what they're on. They're but, not even the left, really. But they're not the, even the left. Right. The left the, is not even the fucking left. They're fucking cor the, like corporate America. That's what they are. Yeah, like some like weird merge between like corporatists and fucking communists. Like just some weird. Yeah. Ain't got no fucking balls. They, what they fucked up, where they fucked up is like someone didn't throw a monkey wrench in that movement. And that's what the Republicans are going to start looking like. Like a bunch of fucking pussies that just like let shit ride and then they become whatever they become unless... Someone has a say, you know? Right. Like, people really got to ask themselves, do you want the Republican Party to be, like, the party of, like, Mitt Romney? You know what oh, I'm saying? It, right. It makes you almost vomit in your mouth. Exactly. That's yeah. my point, is that nobody nobody wants that. Like, yeah. I, I think, by and large, people are done with Mitt Romney. You could even see it in the mainstream media. Like, the way that CNN just welcomes him for interviews and stuff. Like, dude, like, you... You you you're you're toast because how come CNN doesn't welcome Rubio or doesn't welcome Cruz or doesn't welcome Howley the way that you're so welcome because like you're you're part of the bullshit too so I really don't think that that the Trump Republicans are really going to be rocking with the Republican Party if Trump starts a new party yeah. So, so do you think it would it would be? Do you think that he'll actually start a party, or do you think that he'll kind of he he might be throwing this around to kind of threaten to see what Republicans are willing to kind of stand on some shit? Because you are seeing some Republicans. It's hard, man. Like you know. that's a very hard thing to try to predict because you have so many variables. You have the variable of. He was just president for four years, which is probably the worst job in the world. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, or maybe not, I shouldn't say the worst job, but the hardest job in the yeah. world. So on top of like all the other bullshit, unnecessary bullshit that was always thrown at him. Yeah. So you had this hard ass job and you did a great job at it, but somehow like you're hated. Like it, you're kind of like Batman. Like, Oh, I did the right thing, but I'm hated for it. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, some dark night shit. So, so you have that. So I don't understand how dude wouldn't want to just sleep for like a year. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I'm just going to go to sleep and wake me up in a year or so. Yeah. Um, just be completely exhausted. Also, I think he needs to kind of talk to his family because it's really not just his future. They're going to come after all of them. Like they don't want. What they want is they want to send them and coach red pill echoed this. They want to send a message that if you come here to Washington and you're not a globalist elitist, we're going to make an example out of you. Yeah. That's what they want to do. So I'm sure he also has to consider well, how hard do I go? Because like yeah. my kids, like, you know, he has a young son, like his whole life is ahead of him. So it's like, fuck, like, wow. do I get them? But, the, you know, do I get them involved? But then on the flip side, if his family is like, nah, fuck that, like fight, like, you know, we're with you, then he might be inspired to keep fighting. So I think there's so many different variables. Also, his business life, like how much of his businesses are now compromised because of the fact that he was president. Like, you got Chicago aldermen that are advocating to have his name removed from his tower. Like, what? That's his property. Like, what do you, what do you want right now? <laughs> That's hilarious.
hilarious. It's like they, or, or uh, they want to d- delete him from the Home Alone, Home Alone, right? 2. Shit like that. Like, which who? I don't think he even gives a fuck about that. But like, whatever. It's Home Alone is not his movie, so yeah. do whatever the fuck you want with it. But on my property, you're going to say that like I can't have my name on it. What kind of shit is that? Yeah, yeah. Then, 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 like the obvious lies, like my Mike Pompeo, the worst Secretary of State. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. The Secretary of State did such a fine job, along with Trump, that Trump was nominated. You know what I mean? For Nobel Peace Prizes mm-hmm. for his job in the Middle East. Are you fucking shitting me? But yet, Hillary, when she was a Secretary of State. I, I want to see the headlines for that shit. How amazing she was. Oh, fuck. The long cock of Hillary Clinton. Yeah. We fucking love it and we're going to gobble it all down. And just like the... Well, I mean, look at Benghazi. That's a perfect yeah. example of, yeah. of, of, of a Hillary result as sec- Secretary of State. Yeah. So so it's, it's, it's funny. And maybe Trump's biggest achievement was kind of opening opening up the eyes of people in the sense of like there's mainstream media and then there's actual real news you know like there's real stuff out there uh, a lot of people would beg to differ a lot of people would be like, oh no 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 it's a it's an era of disinformation no there's there's definitely disinformation now yes and it's actually probably was fueled by the fact that media like mainstream media that's was, the, the, was it the main perpetrator yeah, of the disinformation? The main perpetrator. So so then so then yes, of course there's going to be small outlets that 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 do the same. But then there's somewhere along along the the line is like well there's the truth. There's it, it sort of reminds me what's going on with the media right now. It sort of reminds me of what happened with banks after 2008. The big corporate banks they got so sloppy. They cared so little about integrity. They cared so little about actually revamping their methods to bring back the economy because they got bailed out time yeah. and time again that it was kind of one of those things where it's like, oh, well, the idiots are going to just keep fucking eating, eating, eating. So yeah. we don't have to treat them good. We don't have to do anything. We could just treat them like whatever, which in the big short, Steve Carell's character he talks about that like when he wants to bring them down and like well when he wants to bet against them and he's like you know what they should fail and then he goes into like you know what the interest rates are and everything like that and he's like look at how they've treated people like you know i want this guy to be right like you know I, i want them to be on the brink of failure and little banks that were on some well the only way we're going to get out of this is one if we have you know, better practices, we treat customers better. We actually find like good investors that make good investments and it's a very wholesome, integrity-based system. That's kind of what's going on with the media is the mainstream media, oh yeah, whatever, disinformation, all these goofies are just gonna keep tuning in and eating what we say. Oh yeah, we could take off comment sections from our websites because, you know, yeah, fuck what they have to say, all of that. Meanwhile, you got people, Crowder, uh, uh, Pool, uh, you know, all of these different uh, uh, commentators and and uh, and journalists, uh, uh, James O'Keefe, guys like that. That it's very integrity based, and the the, the you know, it's messed up when a guy like James O'Keefe, that like, I mean. The breakthrough ass reports that this guy has done in the last two years, how he is not considered the top investigative journalist in the country <laughs> is just like, you know, something is wrong. Like the thing, like, did you, you see the you video? You must have that- not known he's a fascist bigot, <laughs> obviously. Did you see the, 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 the video that he got of, 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 uh, uh, Jack Dorsey. Of, of Jack Dorsey essentially admitting that like, yeah, we got to. You know, be yeah. strategic about how we ban all these people. Like, <laughs> who got who? Who in history how? has ever gotten shit like this? How do you even keep doing that shit? Like, yeah. that shit is like you're time like, and time again. <laughs> he's the Brady of investigative journalism. Hell yeah! 
And like the man, it wasn't like someone. No, you got the man, Jack Dorsey, saying this. And he can How? dance. Did you see around around uh, uh, Halloween, right before he released the one about the ballot harvesting in uh, in Inano Mars District? Yeah, like his little preview for that for that uh, report was like he was dancing to like Thriller. And oh, no. he's a good dancer. Oh, for real? He could dance. You could when you get a chance, you could look it up online. Damn. Like James O'Keefe uh, dancing thriller, and like he's he's a pretty decent dancer. Dude fucks too, doesn't he? Yeah, right. no. <laughs> he's like this guy fucks. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that shit's wild though. And but that's my point right there, is yeah. like these guys are like they actually care about yeah. the American people. They actually care about good reporting, good information, good journalism, integrity. <laughs> All that stuff. And as a result, they're getting a big following. I mean, there's certain people on YouTube, which that guy fucking Oliver Darcy, fucking <clears throat> coward, that that wants to like uh, get rid of OAN and, and Newsmax and all these people. He even brought that up. He's like, man, there's some people on YouTube that get more viewership than CNN. And oh, when yeah. he told Brian Stelter that shit, Brian Stelter had like the saltiest look on his face. Yeah. Like, uh, but but it's true. It's true, yeah. And and, and they want to label that as disinformation. Oh, and they'll go after. Uh, they're gonna go after these people. Oh yeah, big they're time. They're gonna go after Tim Pool. They're gonna go after. That's why companies like Parler and Gab have to think bigger than Twitter. They have to think like, okay. This there's a, like Snapchat. Snapchat is a perfect example. Started with the whole stupid little videos, right? Little by little, they're starting where like they have people subscribe to a person's channels, like little episodes. Yeah. Um. There's there's people who have like uh have newspapers and stuff like that. They they're on Snapchat. They're like this. So once you become like an information hub, yeah. That that'll be cool because that there, if if you create something like that. And obviously, it takes time, but you have to first work on your interface, get that shit going, and then start branching out into different like facets of that of that world. And like you could land like imagine a place where and, and you know I'm not a big fan of Alex Jones, but let's say oh Alex Jones, you want to put your platform here? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like what Spotify do with with um who is it uh, uh Joe Rogan? Yeah. Is like you're gonna have to start doing things. That you have to think that big because, like, if we're if we're living in an era of, of, of right wing censorship, well, this is how you do it. This is how you do it. This is how you you'll create. Not only for you, it'll be profitable, but it's like this is real free speech. You know? Yeah. And and uh, Sandman put out a video the other day, which is funny because Sandman is like a MGTOW dude, but he's a. I mean, I could see why why Aaron Clary fucks with him. Because he's a MGTOW guy, but this he's he's a he's a pretty smart guy, and like he'll he'll like look into a lot of different things in terms of like uh, uh what we're talking about earlier, like alternative social media and stuff like that. And for a while, he's been pushing that, and it's interesting because there's a lot of things out there that don't have apps, and they're like not really mainstream, but like MGTOW.TV. That's a thing. And the reason the I was doing some research on that and MGTOW.TV, the reason like they never put out an app or anything like that is because they kind of predicted that like this stuff would come. And if you think about it, the shit that the left is on right now, no. they're really not for like the empowerment of men. They don't really want men like they want men to fall in line. They don't want men going their own way which is what MGTOW stands for yeah. so the last thing they want is to promote anything that promotes men being independent and thinking independently yeah. so the guy that like is the head of MGTOW.TV that's why he's on what he's on he's like nah we don't want to get yeah. involved in any of that you and, have to become the mainstream yeah. like literally become that like, right which that's what yeah. Alex Jones did because I think Alex Jones's site is band.tv and that's like all of Alex Jones' shit. Yeah. I think Gavin McGinnis has his own shit. So like everybody's creating their own shit. Yeah. They're not as reliant on YouTube anymore. And what's going to start to happen is people are going to go to Rumble and BitChute and everything. And then YouTube eventually may see themselves in a place where they're forced to like kind of 
let those people back in because yeah. they're like, well, fuck, we're losing so much. And yeah, like you're always going to have like the, the goofies that like watch all the dumb shit. Because I mean, there's a multitude of dumb ass shit on YouTube. Yeah. So you're always going to have them. So are they planning on like just down the road, just banking on them? Because essentially what you're going to have is like half of America that fucks with Instagram, Facebook, Google, you know, YouTube, Twitter, and then half of America that's on like Gab, BitChute, Rumble. Yeah. That's like what's going to happen. Then things are like, if you think we're in an echo chamber now, yeah. there's going to be an even bigger echo chamber, or even even harsher, more rigid echo chamber. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, well, shit, it'll be like, <laughs> you really don't know what the other side even looks like. Yeah. Like, you don't even know what the argument, and that's bad in a way. If, if it's bad, if, if, uh, on an individual level, if if you stick to just that world, right? But you have to also realize you have to kind of keep your eye on in the other world. Like yeah. we've we're pretty good at that. Like we we've we try and take in all the information as much as we can and see the other side's argument and then go from there. And it's very hard now because of the fact that things are so divided. And some I, I forgot I've been watching so many videos, I forgot who said this, but like mainstream was the left the internet was i wouldn't say the right but but the right that's where they had their rock stars was the, was the internet so s- social media platforms now that the censorship happened now that creates an off balance where like social media is left mainstream media is left what is there left to do is like you said well you're going to have to create like alternative social media yeah and like that's like that it's hard, but I think it's the only. It's really the only way out of of all of this because once you create the competition and the competition balances itself, it's like, well, shit, you can't really. Eventually, Silicon Valley might find themselves in a place where they're forced to choose between riding this leftist wave that they're on yeah. or their money. So it's like you could stay on this hill, like well, Jack Dorsey. Jack Dorsey seems like this leftism shit is there. This is the hill that he's willing to die on, yeah. which whatever, good for him. Well, but, conveniently when Trump is leaving. Right. But my thing is, it's like things are not looking good for him and he doesn't seem to be pivoting. Whereas yeah. with Facebook, they did kind of pivot a little bit with, the, with what Gab was talking about. Like, oh, now like. Well, you know, maybe we shouldn't be so like, you know, strict and rigid with with hate yeah. speech, this and that. It's just, you know, it it makes you wonder. It's like, well, these companies, these corporations you built, is it is this leftist wave that you're riding? Is at the end of the day, will it really be worth it? Yeah, and and, and it's like it goes even. It goes even as far as, like, what internet browser you use. Like, if you really want to, like, stick it to them, start, like, using Tor. Start using different browsers. Fuck Google. Fuck all of y'all. Because, like, I even saw a report now, like, like to hire people, they basically have people be able to see everything you've ever searched for. It's like, what type of infringement is that? You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? But... We allow it. So what what do you what do you what are you crying for? Like yeah. do something about it. Go, go like start looking at alternative search engines. Start looking at different different avenues. Kind of revamp the whole way you look at things really like when it comes to the internet so you can have like your freedom because like that that's really at the end of the day what we're talking about here is just freedom. Like you should have you should be able to you know speak your mind Obviously, you know, these companies are private companies and, and, and they could do whatever the fuck it is that they want. But the best way to correct that is by... It's through competition. Yeah, exactly. So just be like, all right, well... That's why. That's how you know that the shit that Jack Dorsey is on is so cowardly. When he tweeted that heart after Parler was removed from the Apple App Store. It's like, oh, so you're not for competition. Like, yeah. you're just, you're just a, a fucking weasel. You know, oh, the competition is on because they were. What's cool though is that showed you how scared they were of Parler. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, because, dude, that shit was selling. Well, not selling out, but like, was the, the most downloaded since since that. What does that tell you? Yeah. Like, like, what does that tell you? Like, people are gonna be like, oh, there's the competition. What what's this all about? And that's how that's how you get eliminated. That's how MySpace was once the biggest, and then Facebook came along. That's true. Yeah. And it's like you know, for now. You want to paint it like it's a right wing? No, 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 no. Actually, Gab is a little bit more like uh, I wouldn't say they're right wing. They really just value free speech, but they're kind of willing to attack Twitter. Yeah, a little bit more. They're more aggressive. They kind of have like a Fifty Cent esque yeah approach to all this shit. But part of it was minding their own business. Like, all yeah. right, well, we're just the alternative. Yeah, you could come, and you're scared because. Because you know what's coming if you if you do that. So what do you do? You literally cut the legs off of everyone who ever like. Imagine the board like they worked uh, their life off to make something special, right? And it was their moment, and and then they're like, oh no, fuck that, cheating, <laughs> slice yeah, you in and, half. And then also like, what was the reason? No reason. That's 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 what's crazy to me. It's like what the fuck. Because and, and 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 of course they went with the whole all oh, well, domestic terrorism shit. What? Someone could say some domestic terrorist shit in in Twitter, but people you, have said domestic terrorist shit yeah. on Twitter. Blue checked people. Yeah, Verified oh, yeah, those people. are the worst. The blue checked uh, lefties. The blue check mafia. Yeah, it's like oh my god, you guys could say whatever the fuck it is you want, and and I, I've I've gotten uh, my account. Um, blocked before over some it wasn't even like a bad tweet it wasn't you know like nothing offensive yes but nothing like where I was inciting violence or something like I could why well, can't be offensive now you know yeah. what I mean whatever I don't even remember what the hell it is I said and then it told me like I had to go through the whole process of deleting the tweet and then and then like 24 I think it was uh, 12 hours or 24 hours I was banned and then they they reinstated my Twitter account so it's like, I didn't say anything having to do with, I like, I've seen worse shit on Twitter mm-hmm. than what I said. Do you remember what it was? I It was something, I know it was political, but it was like, it wasn't even like, it was just ra- like uh, random. Like, so this is, Aggressive, yes, like I said, probably me criticizing something, probably saying a bad word about it, and like he's fucking coward ass. This is how this happens, oh. something like that. But like probably worse words. I don't remember exactly what, and that was deemed offensive. And but but I've seen that when they talk about Trump or when they talk about Republicans or when they talk. Yeah. So to me, it's like I mean, remember that guy that when when uh, they they. Uh, uh, when uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, and he was like, "Oh, if they try to replace her, burn it all down." I mean, yeah. What, that, Where was I, his ban? <laughs> like, right, there was no ban. So I'm over here criticizing something some stupid motherfucker saying, and then I call him a stupid motherfucker, essentially, probably, but you know, saying why he's a stupid motherfucker or whatever. And uh, you people can't do that. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, stop it! Yeah, Knock it, it really. Off. It's just because of. It's not even the fact that you say anything. It's just the the direction that you're coming from. If you're in their direction, well, then you're fine. No matter yeah. what you say. In if you're in the opposite direction, it's wrong. It's hate speech. Everything like that, and that's where we're. That's the the approach that we're that we're going in and that's what i'm i mean shit we have one we had one week of biden i'm i'm shit i'm wondering what week two is going to consist of fucking scrubbing the internet banning you know people from the internet like what what you know what's gonna happen fuck it it's over with we try to warn y'all now but yeah like we're gonna have to see but like like i said everyone has to maneuver in a way where where we're creating platforms, and then for the people that aren't creating platforms, right? Because like not everyone wants to do that, not everyone wants to have a gab.com or whatever. But if you have, if you have a, a, a Twitter, if you have a YouTube following, start to look elsewhere. Yeah. I'm not saying leave. I am saying smarten the fuck up, 
and yeah. own your shit, own your domain, and start kind of seeing where you could maneuver towards and start expanding there yeah. because you just never know. And uh, and it's funny because like I, um, this hasn't only happened to the right. All of a sudden, all these Antifa t- Twitter accounts are starting to get blocked too. Yeah, that's not cool. That's not cool. I don't think that that's cool either. No, yeah, I don't rock with that either. Like, I think that they should be able to say whatever they want. Yeah. Like, let the best idea win. Yeah. May the best idea win. <coughs> I'm so confident in my ideas, my approach, that, like, I am willing to hear the other side and what they and what, what their approach is because I believe that my side will be superior to their ideas and that and so yeah i'm not i'm not with that shit either i i wholeheartedly agree with what you just said but you're starting to see that they're starting to be like oh fuck fuck them y'all were useful idiots that's what it was um now they're gonna block you now they're gonna call you extreme congratulations you dumb fucks you know we tried to we tried to warn again this isn't about just a right wing this is just about free speech. Free speech, period. You could, yeah. You, yeah, you could say what you want to say, however stupid it may be, however smart it may be, or whatever the fuck. But isn't that the whole point of Twitter? Is yeah. is like you said, the battle of ideas. You know what's crazy is is Trump, like you know, he took measures for people not to get evicted and stuff like that, and. I don't know if you saw that Biden the other day. He's like, there's going to be a wave of evictions and there's nothing we could do. About. So it's just funny to me because the people that like thought yeah. that like dude was going to come in and like voted for him actively thought yeah. that he was going to come in and like save them. And like and and even with with the, the, the China virus, it's like there's nothing we could do about it. It's like <laughs> we've been telling. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, what do you think this is? This is a pan- fucking demic. And uh, w- how much control do we really have as human beings right. about sh- natural shit? Yeah. However, like, because w- there's a conspiracy theory to start in a lab or whatever. I don't care. W- the fact is, it's viruses mutate. Yeah, it's out here. If it wasn't COVID, it would have been a new strain of the flu that it, mutated into some wild shit. The fact is, it's out here. It, it gets ready around 8, 9 o'clock, <laughs> puts his chain on and its mics, and it hits the street. So that's why the bars and the restaurants got to close at 10. Gold-ass grill. And it's and it's out here, and there's nothing. And he knows everybody's address, and he's coming for you. I'm out here. That's but, uh, just like, there in the dark. But that's another thing. Alley. Like, all of a sudden now, where it's still like a crazy-ass outbreak, according to the mainstream media. It's still, like, ravaging, yeah. but... But the the but the, you could we could open up everything. All now. restaurants can open now. <laughs> it's ravaging everybody, but we must move on. I, like, I I just it's so funny to me like like just seeing like all the morons that got played and and us like as we've been in this position a few times as as adults just kind of looking at everybody and be like man y'all are so stupid. Yeah. If if, if there's one thing in life that I would say I've learned is it's just observe people and the stupid mistakes that they make and avoid that shit at all costs. And, <laughs> and, 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 and yeah, cause like since, since younger, like I was always, if I'm not sure, I'm just going to be like, it's it, think of it like this. Everyone's jumping off of a bridge into the water. Right. And I'm like, damn, should I do it? I was like, I don't know. Let me observe. And then I started noticing motherfuckers got broken legs down there. And fucking some people are drowning and shit. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck that shit. And then I'll just like go to the side. And then there's like a little steep set of stairs. And I'll just take the stairs. Yeah. And I'll get down there. It might take me a little longer. It might. I might have but, taken but a you, detour. But you're whole. Yeah. When you're down there. <laughs> I'm good. And I'm like, oh, I made it here. But like I don't have broken legs and a big ass medical bill. And and bills piling up, and deaths in my family. So I, I guess I'm happy. We don't know what we did. <laughs> yeah, and then they start fucking, you know, getting together and 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 talking about how well all their medical expenses must be paid for, <laughs> and how somehow you you were privileged for yeah, taking yeah, this. Stairs. Yeah, yeah, that's stairs privilege. It's like, well, no, stairs. I didn't fucking jump. Yeah, I I, I didn't jump. I. Uh, I I observed that that's it's it's sad that that 
type of critical thinking would which you would I don't even know that it's critical thinking it's just common sense really is 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 lacking in society so all you could really do is is maneuver in that way and something that you should if you have kids at home tell them tell them like a lot of people like to follow and sometimes that's a bad thing because you're blindly going into the slaughterhouse so so always make sure like look at the vaccine thing thing i'm not saying i won't take the vaccine but what i am saying is let's take a look at the situation the vaccine is available at record speed record speed time right less than a year if you sit here and you tell me that this vaccine is not going to have some type of bad side effects i'm not going to believe you because it's just the, the nature of things when you build something or you do something for the first time is um they, they tend to have certain fa- flaws yeah yeah, yeah. You, you could get sick i mean what 15 years from now there's like this crazy blood cancer type of lymphoma yeah like it could be it, it, even with technology we take precautions like there's people out there that won't get the first wave of like a ps5 or an xbox because there have been reports in the past of like the first wave of a next gen system yeah being kind of faulty like, okay well i'll wait doesn't mean you won't ever get it yeah. but you'll wait you'll see do i really need it right now you know i'll see one of my biggest things about the vaccine is that I don't know which was it the Moderna CEO or the Pfizer CEO. He said he's not taking it. And I mean, he tried to sound magnanimous about why he's not taking it. Oh, well, I don't want to jump in line. Motherfucker, if you thought that this shit was as effective and as needed, you would have been the first to take it. So to me, right there, that in and of itself is kind of a telltale sign. It's like, oh, well, like this person doesn't. You know, they're not enthusiastic about taking it. That's number one. Number two, I've read reports of people that have gotten it, that gotten the vaccine, that still end up getting the China virus. Well, to me, I would like if whatever kink that is to be hashed out. Other thing, I'm generally healthy. I've been around people that have had it. Yeah. So, I mean, there was a time that I got sick. I never got <coughs> tested, so I never knew if I indeed had it or not. Yeah but but i i was sick but it was like survivable like i i was fine you know i i kept away from my parents like you know that that was pretty much pretty much it um so yeah to me it's just like i don't i don't feel like this dying overwhelming urge to get this vaccine so that's it maybe down the road we learn more about it i feel differently about it but yeah absolutely and then too I've seen people that, or read about and have seen people that have taken the vaccine and they get real sick. Yeah. And, well, that's another thing, too, is like I'm not even in the group of, of people that would even really be too hurt by the, by the virus. If, if it's a dire situation, you should probably give it to the people who have underlying issues to help them <clears throat> i mean it's still a risk for them because if they're getting sick from it you know what i mean but it's like well you have to be you have to kind of be uh mindful of, of those things so and i don't live fear-based so yeah. my thing is like i i know last year 2020 it was a, a year it was really the year of fear like oh covid 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 and there's so many people out there that live fear-based. I mean, the Chicago's Teachers Union, I don't know if you saw, there were a, there was a breaking news headline today about how they, the the vote, the teacher, Chicago Teachers Union voted to defy the order to go back to the classroom because, because they all want to be COVID vaccinated before they go, which essentially amounts to like breaking the law. Like there's nothing in their contract that says that that says they can do that. <clears throat> Like wow. you're told to go or whatever, but that's either one they really just don't want to go back, or two they're they're they have that much fear. I know people personally that have that degree of fear, yeah, like oh COVID, I won't do this COVID this. Like I know I know somebody that didn't even have like a birthday dinner because 
yeah. because of of this shit. Yeah. I would never not do that. Like not not for this. If yeah. it was like fucking Ebola or something like way more contagious, way more deadly, that's different. But like this, like I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna live my life. And generally, I have lived my life. I yeah. I, I mean obviously. I wear a mask in the store, not because I want to, because they want me to. So yeah. I'm not going to like not get what I need, you know, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to not wear the mask. But a very sick parent or something or grandmother. Well, yeah, okay, wear the mask in case you might have it and you don't, pa- you well, don't try well, and pass it out. Originally, yeah, but even, even later on, I even stopped doing that because yeah. I've read a lot about how there's not really a lot of proof of this thing that originally they were spewing the asymptomatic spread even that it seems like it's not really a thing which kind of makes sense because how can you how much can you really spread a virus if you don't have symptoms if you're not coughing if you're not sneezing like i mean yeah i guess like through droplets don't be fucking mouth kissing your grandmother right exactly (laughs) right i'm not i I wasn't gonna do that anyway so like (laughs) it's like that'd be the only way and that's just weird (laughs) maybe you deserve covid after some wild shit like that i mean if you're on that maybe covid's the least of your problems to be honest (laughs) but but my point is is like you have all this information that has come out and stuff and then now i don't know if you read but recently they changed the standard or the criteria of what a positive uh, uh, reading is. So before it was just like, it was like one thing that you needed to be deemed positive for COVID, but now it's like three things and and having symptoms is part of that. So now all of a sudden oh, the wow. standard is a lot higher for if you have it or not. It's a bunch of bullshit. So my point is, these quote-unquote experts have been wrong pretty much every step of the way. I don't live in a lot of fear to begin with. So I never really like bought into like all the shit that the media was selling. So yeah. for me, I don't see this thing as like this dire thing to get vaccinated for. Yeah, not to mention like let's let's be honest here. We're all buying these masks. These aren't masks. Like some people are knitting masks. Some like these things don't have the fibers that even like a regular surgical mask that doesn't even really protect you a hundred percent. And N95 doesn't protect you a hundred percent. But we throw logic outside. Like just eh, no, we're not gonna be logical about this. Everyone must wear masks. And it's like, well, yeah, but like I can literally put a bandana on. That shit doesn't protect anybody. Like. But then I see people with a store in the store with a bandana. Like that's not a mask. Yeah. <laughs> but it, I guess it works. Um, you could wear a mask, but then they have the little sticks, right? Le, like when you go to grocery shopping, where you put the little dividers. Yeah. You're touching that with your hands. Yeah. So why do you have that then? Like, oh, but we're also in a store where people probably touch the bag of cookies, put it back. Everything. What are we doing here? What are we What are we really doing here? Like nothing. Yeah, and just I guess people don't really realize that that they're, they're you could you could mitigate as much as you can, but you know it's 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 hard it's hard when it's it's contagious and and people are just living and breathing. So and 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 then consider the fact that lockdowns and and masks were a thing that people went really hard on yet the numbers are super high right now and so what doesn't did, look like it's working yeah I, I, everywhere i go i see people with masks yet there's record number of covid cases well what how i don't i don't understand i thought we were this was to mitigate how many people got it um once upon a time, Fauci said masks are needed for the public. It's more for healthcare workers. Then you switched up. So then you started looking at how political this this stuff is, right? Is it because oh we lied because it was a shortage? Is it or what? What, what is it? So a lot a lot of things just you have to be logical about it and realize that the quote unquote experts might know a little bit more. I know the history of viruses. I know like the things that we didn't study, but at the end, they really don't know th- the outcome and what what could happen in a situation and, and it, like that. And it's very hard for them, even as experts, quote unquote, 
to really know how to handle something in a country this big. Yeah. This big with this many people. You know what I'm saying? And so it's just everything that they say has to be taken with a grain of salt. Just reminded me before we close this off. Right after you signed the executive order about everyone has to have a mask man, there's a mask mandate if you're in federal uh, property, and then they go to the Lincoln Memorial and then take the mask off for a photo op. Yeah. Do you understand that if that was Trump, how wild shit would have been? And he was with his family, Biden, when Trump uh, was came back from the hospital. Was, and he took them, and he was by himself. They made they made like the biggest deal about you it. You can't write. You can't write this type of shit down. Yeah. Like, you can't make this cowards. type of stuff up. Yeah, but we'll see. All right. Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. If we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, share the episode with them. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.